welcome to the Essential Artistry Podcast, exploring erotic awakenings and liberated love. I'm your host, Luna Agnea, Essential Arts and Intimacy Facilitator, Relationship Coach, Tantrika, and Artist with a passion for the path of liberation through love. In this podcast, you will receive first-hand stories of sacred erotic awakenings, transformational experiences, and love that goes beyond limits. This podcast is here to inspire, educate, and awaken your own sensual artist, because when you liberate your eros, you liberate your life. All right, so welcome to this episode. I'm joined by the Blix Babes. <laughs> welcome. Hey. Yay. So Blix is a brand and community around personal growth through conscious sexuality, more specifically around conscious kink. The founders, Ariane and Beatrice, have been in business and management backgrounds in leading international companies in Dubai and Singapore, and both have been on the path of personal self-development and spirituality since more than 10 years, each individually exploring classic and neo-tantra, yoga, massage, movement, breathwork, and BDSM. They met in Berlin three years ago and they started Blix as a conscious sex party, mixing neo-tantra, ropes, and BDSM, where all sexual expressions and orientations were welcome and celebrated. And yeah, I met these uh, beautiful babes, I think first in Berlin at uh, the Explore Festival, I'm pretty sure was the first time that we encountered each other Uh, and went to one of their workshops, Kinky Tantric Speed Dating, and then got to connect. Um, Yeah, and we had so much in common. I think we'd like all seen each other online first, like you guys followed me and was sort of like being like, oh, we're doing the same kind of thing. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so is there anything more? each of you want to introduce or say about yourselves well uh, i think this is good enough for an intro uh, <laughs> you can always uh, know more about ourselves in our uh, instagram or our uh, website uh, hopefully we will get to talk about this in at the end yeah yeah beautiful so uh, before we get into their storytelling, I was just saying before we connected on the call, I wanted to share a quick little story of one of their workshops that I attended at the Sex Solution Festivals, where I had my first uh, third eye orgasm during a sex magic ritual, <laughs> which was, yeah, really amazing. It was um yeah, we were in this beautiful like lotus tent and um, I think it was a time where there was like a lot of fires going and we were all like kind of doing this like collective intention to like um, put out the fires in the, the Amazon rainforest and like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and bringing in that energy and um, yeah, we're doing like breath work through the chakras and uh, in this like group self-pleasure that was really amazing and yeah, there was this moment when we were breathing up to the third eye. I I don't know which one of you it was because my eyes were closed but someone like put their um finger on my third eye and I just had this like like total insane um experience of like my third eye cracking open my full body just like exploding and then I had this like super clear vision of like my future retreat center and how I was going to mix like retreats and um coaching and stuff all together and I was just I just started laughing manically because I was like oh my god it all makes sense and yeah I was uh, facilitated by these lovely humans so I thought I'd share that just <laughs> 
they're like their stuff's awesome they're great facilitators so <laughs> yeah so yeah. we're gonna go into a little storytelling each um just to yeah share some of their experiences and how they got into the conscious sexuality conscious kink realms and some experiences just to juice people up of uh you know what we do in our work so Beatrice, you want to start? <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, so I'm going to tell you the story of my of my first uh, BDSM experience. So, well, um, first I started to explore uh, conscious sexuality through Tantra. And, and I live in Copangan in a Tantric community for three years. And I also had my tantric partner and when this was over i was in in my period of healing and when i thought i was over this relationship i started to open tinder again and then i am chin chin checking on tinder and i see this profile very 50 shades of gray there was no pictures of the guy only this kind of images, very, yeah, very 50 states of grey, this, this type of dom, you know, with a suit and very traditional, ritualistic uh, kind of uh, domination, submission dynamics. So I put just a like, I was curious, I always wanted to, to try, I think it's in the conscious collective for many people, you know, to get dominated or to dominate someone. And, and before in my previous relationships, I was asking for it, but no one really knew how to deliver. So yeah, of course I experienced a little bit, well, I, one spanking at a time while uh, intercourse, but never really, really deep. So I don't know. I was curious. I put a, a check and I pass it over. And then the guy replied immediately and his communication skills were like totally amazing. And he really got me into an appointment with him. All right. So I, I remember I was very nervous. Uh, I was very new. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about safety or, or trauma or whatever. So I, I just jumped on it. And well, I canceled this date a couple of times, uh, but the guy was like really really making it happen. So we made it happen. And then I, I arrived to the venue and the guy was very darkish, this kind of uh, dark, masculine, penetrative energy, really mysterious. And I was like, wow, what is going on? And he opened the door really serious. And I remember he checked on myself, you know, and it's like, wow, you are exactly how I imagine. And then he made me walk the stairs and everything was like really mysterious and I remember walking up these stairs and he was behind me and I could feel, you know, his eyes like really penetrating and I was getting horny and scared at the same time. I didn't know what kind of, what the fuck was that, you know, like a, such a strong energy. So we arrived to the, to the, uh, living room and then he gave me a friend a present and he's like okay this is a dress for you i hope you like it i would like you to wear it 
Some he, yeah, he, he gave me the dress and I go to the toilet and the dress was perfect. You know, this guy made, bought me the, the, the dress of my dreams. It was just like perfect. And I remember it was, uh, we were in an island. It was very summer dress and you could see a little bit my underwear. So I remember being in the toilet, uh, changing and say, oh, should I leave my underwear or, or, or take it out? But it was like, no, it's the first date. So I'm going to leave it on. So um, I go out of the bathroom to the living room and he had the dinner there, amazing, with some wine. And then he just stands, he stares at me and he goes like really slowly, you know, he, he looks, you know, from my head to my toe, he turns me around and again, and then he turns me around, he look at my eyes and he goes and removes the underwear. <laughs> All like that in Thailand, super slow, with this dark energy, like three minutes to do this thing that looks like an eternity. And I was already fucking dripping wet and really don't understanding what was going on because the the guy, I was not particularly attracted to, to you know, to, to his physical body. But it was like this kind of polarity, you know, this, this dynamics, energy dynamics. So anyway, we just, um, we had some, some food and some wine at some point. I remember I stand and then I go to my bag uh, somewhere else in the living room. And at this moment, he, he asked me to stand and then to go with my force. And I was doing that and I was like, what the fuck I'm doing? A lot of judgments is like, what is happening? I can't really comprehend what, you know, what is driving me. Um, so I went and then he asked me to come in, in, on his force. And when I arrived to him, he caressed my uh, face and he put me a koya. And then we were playing like that. And, and then very soon we went into spanking. And then I had there my first spanking session. I had a spanking before, but never as a as a whole play, you know, like a receiving a spanking session for a large amount of time. I don't remember, maybe 20 minutes or something like that. And, and then through this spanking session, I went to, wow, so much happening, you know, my self-judgments, wow, why are you enjoying this so much? Uh, uh, this is sick what you are doing you don't even know this guy this can be dangerous a lot of judgments and at the same time so much uh, excitement and then I went through a lot of um, childhood memories you know the control that my mother was exercising uh, when I was a kid and as well uh, my mother I will say it's a little bit of balance or at least when I was a kid you know very emotionally unstable um, so she was pushing a lot of violence uh, you know and a lot of drama I mean not, not physical violence but but with her language and, and for anything she was making a drama and then after that she will realize that this was not right and then she will come you know and she will uh, Ask for forgiveness, and and this was uh, the moment where I, where I would feel more loved by my mother after going through all the pain and all these things, all these memories, you know, were just like popping up, and I, I was in in the experience, and at the same time, like really realizing about the potential, the healing potential of a, of a conscious kink and these kind of practices to access the childhood memories. So. 
uh, it was it was incredible and then we made love and then we entered in a relationship and then through the relationship I realized uh, that he was a narcissist he was someone like uh, really sick and really acting um uh, very unconsciously his domination uh, tendencies and, and then you know I started to educate myself well I, I suffer a lot in this relationship and then I started to educate myself about trauma and and everything so anyway well I walked through the fire and I had a lot of experiences <laughs> in my life which uh, now I realized how little safe they were um, so anyway um so a, a lot of things to say here, you know, like once is to recognize the conscious kink as a potential. And another thing is just the, the need to explore uh, this kind of experiences in a container that is safe, that uh, you, you can negotiate boundaries, you can uh, really be empowered. And I realized how dangerous it was me going into this dynamic. I didn't know anything about uh, how to negotiate a scene, what is a trauma, we didn't have a safe work. You know, for me it was very sexy, but then, you know, when I, I look at the consequences that this thing had and the impact, it was like so difficult for me to really release this uh, emotionally, you know, from my system. It was like a, a lot of domination. I didn't know how deep these things uh, could work. So both things, you know, like the potential of uh, healing through sexuality, through conscious kink and through these kind of practices in the body, because you can really access, uh, you know, uh, childhood memories through the body and through somatic experiences and as well the importance of doing this in a controlled environment with a trauma uh, aware facilitators um, in a safe space. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I love like this has been a conversation coming up um, a bit lately around like how sometimes, you know, like that we don't have like the proper consent and boundaries and it can still be an awakening experience, but it can easily tip over into being a traumatic experience. Like there's such this fine line. Um, if, if it's not done like carefully and gracefully, like sometimes, yeah, that, that excitement and just like diving into the unknown and diving into the mystery and, um, that kind of level of surrender can have, big powerful awakening um energy and that you know like going into this kind of scene without any idea what you're doing just knowing that there's this call to explore that and to try it uh, but then seeing like sometimes there can be consequences to not being careful and yeah it's a really fine line it's not saying that you know like you absolutely should never ever do anything without it being you know totally like perfectly um you know discussed and negotiated but then like yeah like if you don't <laughs> do it safely then they're definitely you know it can be awakening and liberating or it can end up being a really murky thing that takes just as much effort to um to clear and to heal from as it did to awaken so mm -hmm. um, well as much uh, it took me i had a relationship for three months and it took me three years to completely recover so yeah. <laughs> be aware <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah well thank you for sharing that so what's your you know you obviously had lots of takeaways there around like the the healing power and um all that like 
if you could do it again in a, in a different way, like where you'd still want to be having that kind of first time experience. But, you know, if you could like kind of go back in time and choose like a slightly different way of doing it, uh, how would you like go about that now with like the knowledge that you have? Well, obviously, like having a conversation, knowing exactly uh, if my dom or the person provided this experience is acting from his or her needs or uh, is really providing, you know, is really a channel, you know, for me to have an experience that is going to serve me. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, this is the main takeaway, not so much, uh, yeah. <laughs> To have this this dynamic clear, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it, can, it can be a taking experience. Yeah, why not? You know, if the other person uh, wants to take from me, I wants to offer this experience because this is what gives this person pleasure. Then it's okay. But let's have a conversation and let me, you know, let me know why you do you, you want to take and what these things does for you and how much uh, inner inner work you have done you know how much you know how your daddy and mommy issues impact your sexual life and and how much you know about how much trauma awareness and how much can you hold me if suddenly a big, big trauma happens and and yeah yeah beautiful thank you for sharing ariane is there anything you want to share on that to the story that Beatrice shared, I heard it so many times and I still love it. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, cool. Do you want to share your story now? Yeah, thank you. Um, so um, I like to share um, around my first tantric lovemaking that I had with um, a friend of mine in 2016. And um, um, my friend and I, we were about to fall in love. We spent a lot of time together. And in um, a few months before I traveled to India, I had a dream about people being super like naked and like loving each other and like being super intimate with each other and out of this dream I found I, I started like this search of like where do I find this place so I went to swingers clubs I went into um, different things um, and different experiences people were telling me you need a mass orgy and then I met the guy and he was like have you heard about Tantra in India and I was like wow what is this so I took um, time off I flew to Tantra and I immersed into the philosophy of Tantra and coming back from there equipped with new tools with new awareness around like the world that has felt to me when I first entered it as something that I have had experienced before it felt like a deep sense of like coming home to myself for all the breathing and all the slowness and all the sensuality so back with my friend um, I invited him over we had a beer we had a, we shared a lot of laughter and um, I had workshops experiences where I learned what transfiguration is so to look into somebody else's eyes and to really immerse into that but I never shared this with somebody where I was like really emotionally involved so I proposed that to him and he was like yeah let's do it so we're sitting there opposite each other and looking into each other's eyes and I could see like all the the intensity of my emotions there were so many stories that I would tell myself but I was like just sitting there and observing it and allowing everything all the shyness and the awkwardness and also the the love to just um appear and disappear um within myself and after some some moments I have no idea how long, like 
like had lost sense of, of time in that um, his his face changed the shape of his face would would shift and all and my, my, my mind would tell me in the first moment like now you're totally losing it you're getting crazy here what is happening and I saw like a wolf in him and I saw different faces in him but I like I still I always come back to my breath to my body I did not attach any any rational explanation to what was actually happening and through this I could like sink in even deeper and um, after some time of observing I felt such a deep unconditional love for this for this person like my heart was totally bursting open and I started to cry and it was there was so much beauty I felt so seen um, and I felt um, so um, dissolved from the sense of like who am I I felt so deeply connected on a very deep soul level um, from there we immersed into into a hug and we synchronized our breath and we've been breathing together and in this embrace I, I I totally lost like my sense of like this is my body and this is his body and then I connected to such a deep level of like a deep feeling of like oneness and deep feeling of like there is something bigger out of the union of two people there is something much bigger that we can access to I felt very a lot of divinity a lot of like sacredness it felt like all this hug was kind of a prayer inviting the the gods and the spirits into the space and it was um was deeply touching me and I had lots of waves from my body and shivering and like a lot of ecstasy and joy um that was that was present and out of this meeting um, when, when we never coupled up, like this was our most intense experience that, um, that we had, but what it brought for, for me, like a deep connection to my creativity. I wrote a poem after this experience that I had, and I would love to, to read this poem, um, that I wrote about this experience. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. So the poem is called Electric Dynamic. Electric dynamic, an infinite moment where ecstatic turns into a divine rhythm of electric dynamic. I feel you beyond the boundaries of this earthly shell, connected in electric dynamic, igniting our fire of passion and devotion, our molecules dancing in eternity, our chakras swinging to the rhythm of our love, feeling me, you, us, all one. God is so hum. Vibrating, pulsating, energetic opening, freedom, breath, all dances, all cells of our bodies entangled now and ever. Om Shiva Maha Chai Shiva. Om Shakti Maha Chai Shakti. Letting go and sweet surrender with all that there be in full abundancy. Falling and being held safe and protected, high above and down below to the deepest alleys of our consciousness. Healing me, you, us, all, one. God is. So hum. Our transcending transition, seeding, spreading, multiplying, this electric dynamic of our lovemaking, seeing what I've never seen before, exploring where I've never been for sure, with me in purity and truth, 
fear and self-responsibility, connecting souls within, among, and beyond, me, you, us, all, one. God is. So, um, Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Wow, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. Ah, I love like these two stories, like um, and a lot of people's perception about like tantra and kink is these two like kind of opposites, and the, these two stories like you know when you first hear them could think that like oh wow these are totally separate things like this kinky um scene with like all this uh, emotions and uh kind of trauma release and intensity and like shame and this like merging and oneness and unity and this like blissful like taste of um you know tantric love making so Love to hear from both of you, like, since you both work with, like, Tantra and kink and, like, you know, like me, do this kind of crossover between them, like, how you both feel, like, these two seemingly opposite things, like, can dance and merge and, um, yeah, come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in our, um, in our places or in the experiences that, that we're providing, we, we bring them together because... One, through Tantra, it brings like a deeper level of like self-awareness, of mindfulness, of like being very present and also the element of, of slowing things way down. And through kink, we add the spices and also the excess of, of playfulness because our sexuality is our, is, is our expression of our playfulness, of our creativity. So um, by combining both of them, we're... we're, we're um, we can really use sexuality as a tool for learning about ourselves, for personal growth, but also for spiritual growth. Because in the end, like um, there's a whole palette, a whole variety of of what what encounter and sexuality can mean. And and usually, uh, for me, before I started this journey, I was very narrowed in in how um, I was thinking, like what sex should be. And all of a sudden, it enriches all of my life. All of a sudden. And it's like it's everywhere through allowing to to combine um, the the divine and the playfulness, the the roles and the archetypes to step into different personas and personalities um, through through that. And yeah, I think it's going along wonderfully this this field. And the the unity and that melting and oneness. Do you find you can still like experience that in kink, or how have you experienced that with the more BDSM side? Like still that that merging, or have have they felt like they go together? Or do you feel like it's more like the polarity on one side and the merging on the other, or can they? They are the same in essence yeah. because uh, tantra is the science of polarities, the merge of Shiva Shakti, the merge of uh, the feminine and the masculine, and in human body as well, the doing and the being. You know, this is what uh, leads to manifestation. And and kink is is that BDSM is that is the domination and submission is the masculine and the feminine pole, the 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 active and the receptive is 
it's exactly the same. And I don't know, inside of a BDSM, you can explore different archetypes. You can play more the Brad and Brad Tamer, like more teasing, a little bit more, uh, yeah, the submission being more bratty, but it's, it's the same as well. There are two polarities, so you can, you can explore more primal, the prey and the predator, but it's still, you know, one is the hunter and the other one is the one that, the one that hunts and there are two polarities. So, or the, the Sibari, you know, the, the rigger and the bunny, this is an active pole, the, the rigger and the bunny who receives the, the ropes is total surrender. So we are talking about, about different practices to do the same and to, mm -hmm. to achieve the same, which is to manifest something together and to unite in the middle mm -hmm. to create this oneness. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like I find in, um, rope scenes where you really like dive in and you're both really in that flow state. It's like, you also then transcend that. It's like, yeah, there's the bunny and the rigor, but then in the end there's just rope happening <laughs> or like there, there's just like this, um, it kind of gets past that separation of like, I'm tying you and you're receiving. And suddenly it's just like this ongoing flowing dance of, of consciousness and pleasure and everything like at once, um, you know, yeah, these like two separateness merging as one and separating. It's such a beautiful, mm -hmm. um, thing to encounter and experience. Yeah. So yeah, so you both got into teaching this stuff and uh, wanting to guide people, I guess, based on your own experiences, both like the super positive ones, like of this, like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I want everyone to experience this. And also like, here's where I fucked up and I don't want other people to like make the same mistakes I made, you know? Um, so what, what's your favorite thing about doing this work? Well, for me, um, for me, is the, the self knowledge. You know, the the knowledge that that you get through uh, through sexuality. Sexuality is life force. Is the is is the energy that that bears us. Is is the the energy that uh, go through our veins um, and the exploration of this force and as well how or my life force polarized with the other and what effects this my life force has on you is, is life. It's not only on the on bed, you know, these are the dynamics that you have with your boss, you know, the polarity games, uh, it's a power game, the dynamics that you have in nature, you know, when you are smelling a flower, you are smelling a pussy of a plant or <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's everywhere. So for, for me it has been, when my personal development path, uh, the, the exploration of sexuality is the one single thing that has teach me more about myself, about others, and, and about the universe. So this is the transmission. So we, we create experience for people to know themselves deeper. You know, it's, it's not us. We just create experience for, you know, this life or this Kundalini, this Chi, this energy uh, manifest in different ways, depending on who they are, 
you know, mm. their patterns, their, their, their way of seeing the world and like that, you know, they, you can observe, you can have like an amplified uh, version of, uh, of who you are and, and know yourself better and as well accept, you know, this part of yourself that are yours and expand and expand and expand. <laughs> yeah, for, for, for me, it's also the self-knowledge, but I'm more turned on by seeing people stepping into their empowerment through this self-knowledge, as, as Beatrice said, but also knowing like that they can handle any situation. I truly believe if we can step up in an intimate encounter um, to speak our truth, we can do it in all our areas of, of our life. And um, I am super turned on in um, to see people um, understanding and stepping into their self-responsibility as being able to respond from a space of like fullness and not react from a triggered space and this changes everything like all all areas of life once you learn how to hold yourself and how to like like yeah really how to liberate your yourself your authentic being and like really have the confidence to to stand in that this is what turns me on a lot and seeing people experience expressing their desires and boundaries and navigating um, with more ease and creating the intimate relationships and the relationships in general that they wish to see in their world is where I'm like, fuck yeah, this is, this mm -hmm. is why, why we're, we're providing the spaces that we're providing as an adult playground in, in a way for rewiring our understanding of like relating of our, our relating to ourselves and to, to others. Mm -hmm. yeah i love that like i definitely learned so much for so many areas in my life through going to these kind of events and workshops and things like didn't realize how much i struggled to in like a lot of areas of life like recognize what i wanted and know how to ask for it and like how many times i like would freeze in conflict and just avoid conflict altogether and just go super avoidant and like there's so many ways that like in regular life, we, I don't know, like have excuses of why like, oh yeah, it's because I'm not being proud or I'm not um, greedy or I don't know, like we can brush off this a lot of different ways, but then in sexual encounters and erotic encounters, then suddenly like we're really faced with our resistances and our fears and our inability to speak our desires. And it actually can be like really damaging in those situations. So it really shines this big light on like, wow like you can't ask for what you want you like don't think you're worthy of what you want you don't <laughs> you know you don't deal with conflict well you don't deal with rejection well and when you actually like get to these core pieces and be like okay can i own my desires and ask for them can i ask for what i want and be okay with getting a no can i like deal with conflict situations without going into like a victim role and in an empowered sense like all this place is such a training ground for the rest of your life and and this is why like, yeah, I really try to yeah, share this with people as well. It's like, yeah, like it's not just about learning how to spank someone. <laughs> like there's so much um, else that's going on when we, we teach this and it's giving people so many other skills that are like transferable to so many areas of their life. Totally. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Is there any other things um, that you both want to share about like, your work and your offers or um yeah any final things around this topic that you feel like sharing with people well yeah so 
We have offerings coming up. <laughs> we are going to focus this year, uh, 2022, in in-person uh, events, uh, experiences, and retreats. Only retreats, actually. We are going to have uh, retreats for people who come as a single, from individuals or. or or, or who come as a partner, but they they don't mind to switch partners. They can stay together, but as well, uh, they are uh, free to experience uh, with other people. And also retreats for couples, people who come with a partner and want to stay together with a partner for a group of friends, for lovers, whatever, but you know, to work in, in partnerships. And we are going to have these retreats in Amsterdam, uh, for couples, for some Valentine and, and Easter. So it's a good moment to take holidays. And for singles, we have in May and September. And coaching. We are doing a lot of coaching. Uh, this is something that can be done online uh, as well for individuals and, and for couples. We love to work with couples and help them to reignite their passion. This is something that we are doing a lot right now in the present moment. We have a few couples going through this experience and we are more and more in love with this work and, you know, seeing them racing in love instead of falling in love. <laughs> beautiful yay well i hope to finally get to join a retreat again i'm glad that you know things are finally opening up again we were going to collaborate on a retreat it was meant to be last year but then covid uh, got me stuck in australia and stuff um but yeah i've been hoping to get these lovely humans um at one of my central arts retreats or something so hopefully yay. since i'm going to be back in europe we can all collab and um finally do some magical things together um, as long as no new strains come and rain on our party, but we're going <laughs> to be positive that it's all back. Yay. Let's <laughs> hope so. It would be, would be lovely to, yeah. to see you and feel you and do cool things with you. Yay. Yay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And for people that are elsewhere in the world, I definitely yeah, either recommend like connecting with others all online or connecting with these lovely humans or you know there's also lots of other lovely people running similar kind of events and stuff and just yeah really encouraging people uh, if you're interested in tantra if you're interested in kink and stuff like that to really yeah get get educated and empowered and um, get confidence to explore mm -hmm. it because it's some magical stuff whether you're doing it with us or you're doing it in other ways then yeah i really want people to all be getting to feel the yes awakening we do <laughs> we want to raise consciousness through the experience yeah. of uh, sexuality in whatever way or form but uh, we really want to you know make uh, this work for uh, full of uh, empowered beings you know who know about themselves who know how to take pleasure from life and be happy and sign yeah. So yeah. the work yeah. <laughs> and we want these sexy temple nights and parties to be a regular thing all over the world that yeah all right well thank you both so much for joining me and yeah thank if people you. want to connect with them look at the description i'll have their websites and details and stuff there yay thank you for having us Luna. yay yeah thank you very much and all the best uh, 
with this podcast, I hope you can reach uh, many, many beings. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it inspiring. You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and through my website, sensualartistry.com and sensualarts.school, where you can get some freebies and sign up to my mailing list to stay in touch. Hope to see you again soon.